You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's OBHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, they're back. And by they, I mean the coolest cat team on the planet, the fine feline duo who has perfect solutions to enhance the lives of indoor cats everywhere on this planet. I want us all to give pause and applause to Jackson Galaxy and Kate Benjamin. Welcome back, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Arden. All right, all right. Thanks for having us. We're talking about the Jackson Galaxy, yes, host of Animal Planet's My Cat from Hell, and the Kate Benjamin, cat style expert and founder of Paws Pot Panther. They're in the house, and they're here to share with you, all you feline fans, some creative ways to bring out the best in your cats. They're going to share some ideas from their newest book, aptly called Catify to Satisfy. Simple design solutions for creating a feline-friendly home. Now, on today's show, you're going to discover the difference between caving and cocooning. What am I talking about? You're just going to have to sit, purr, and groom because we got to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave, we'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. This is Paul Schaefer from The Late Show with David Letterman. And his daughter, Victoria Schaefer. And you are listening to Arden Moore on The Behave Show. On Pet Life Radio. Please tune in. Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. And as I've mentioned, I am delighted to welcome back two of my favorite people on the planet, Jackson Galaxy and Kate Benjamin. They originally teamed up with the best-selling book, Catification. And now they're back to discuss their newest book. It's called Catify 
to satisfy simple design solutions for creating a feline-friendly home. I'm going to start with you, Jackson. I just love how you describe the essence of your book, Catify, where inspiration turns to perspiration, turns to happy cats, and back again. Please, a wise uh-huh. one, explain that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think that what Kate and I have really you know, worked hard to do over the years is to let you know that there's no excuses. You know, I, you should be able to think of something, execute it, and that line that goes through it is, I want to make my cat happier. And, and if you just think of it in that way, you know, your cat walks in a room, they look up, they see, hey, I want that world up there. You go, got it, going to do it. And then it can be as simple as moving a bookcase over near your couch. Now you've got, or you can get as ornate as we've gotten in this book. Either way, no excuse for gratification. All right. And Kate, let's chime in because I love your title, Cat Style Expert. I think that's one of the coolest titles on the planet. Tell me about what made you say to uh, Jackson, hey, I think we need another book here. Catification was great. Now we got to make it even greater with Catify to Satisfy. Yes, definitely. What this book does is it goes much further in depth into some of the hot topics that we just touched on in catification. So we really started to get feedback from people who had read the first book and they said, you know what, we need a little bit more about litter boxes and scratching and climbing. And so that's what we really did. We took those topics and we ran with them and we started to answer those really tough questions in a new and different way and show people that they can tackle these challenges and still make their home beautiful. And we're talking about citizens of catification. I'm sorry. I love that. I think I would vote for anybody for president that's from the citizens of catification. I think there would be, uh, we would have a much better leader. I'm not Republican or Democrat, but I think we need a cat in the White House. What do you guys think? Hasn't <laughs> there been one already? Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying running the show. <laughs> yes. Running the show. Come on. Hasn't there already been one? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what we do want to do is, first of all, and and I did get to see a little bit of the book and I love it. And I think there's some good take home tips for people. So let's just start with Kate. You talked about how to make that litter box a little bit more effective for use, but also not to have everybody who walks in your house go, oh, you have a cat. So is there any tip from Catify to Satisfy you can share? Well, what we really did with that chapter, the litter chapter, was we dug in um, <laughs> and <laughs> attacked that, that, you know, that big elephant in the room, right? It's the thing, it, Jackson in the book goes way into lots of the behavioral side of what the litter box signifies and why it's so important and why does every cat owner want to hide it. And so you've got to really look at the behavior side of things before you look at the design side of your litter box and you have to balance the two. So that's what we tried to do was give the whole picture and then a lot of solutions that you can test to see, you know, do I, can I enclose my litter box without causing any behavior problems? Can I make it into a beautiful side table? And we show some really great examples from readers and people who've sent things in of beautiful litter box hiders that do it right, that really take into consideration that there have to be two entrances, you know, and it has to not have any trap areas, any dead ends. So there are all sorts of tips and tricks for things you can try to disguise the litter box, but you've always got to keep the cat's needs and wants in mind first. Well put, Kate. And I'm laughing because you haven't met yet my orange tabby, Casey, 
the pet safety cat. He's the new guy that I know, Jackson, you met my late great cat, Zeke, who was such a lady. He's all dude. He's so proud. He wants to show you what he's doing in the litter box. So talk to me. There's the shy ones and the ones that want to declare, I have the biggest dump in town. Show it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> There's a segment of our population that examines our cat poop just a little bit more than others. Uh, I agree. But, <laughs> yeah. But, and there are, you know, we answer questions like that, actually, because I, I get asked all the time, why do some cats cover? Why do some cats not? And of course, there's a ton of reasons why they wouldn't. We go into it briefly, but I, I mean, I, I think that the thing that I want you to do is look at a litter box the way they do, and it's not just a place to take the biggest dump on Earth. It's also <laughs> a well, it's what I call a signpost, and a signpost is something that says, "I own this. This is mine," meaning the right. whole territory. And nothing could be more important than a litter box when it comes to signposts and. That's when we talk about, you know, the, the gorilla in the room, that's the one because nobody likes litter boxes yet. You got to understand how important it is to your cat, you know. No, I like that. I, and I'm, I'm waiting for Casey to put a sign up there that says this is mine, but he's listening. He is taking notes even without an opposable thumb. Now, let's get into in the book, Catify to Satisfy. There is a definition that you came up with, Jackson, that the caving versus the cocooning. I found that fascinating. Explain to our listeners, what's the difference from the cat's perspective of those two terms? Well, you know, again, yeah, I'm, what I'm trying to do is get you guys to start looking at who your cat is. You know, we have cat with a capital C, and then we funnel it down to who your guy is, you know. And when we talk about caving or cavers, you know, it's, it's another word for scaredy cats. Cats right. who live under the bed, in the closet, even on top of the fridge. They're still cavers. And they find whatever measure of confidence they have by hiding. And of course, that sounds like an oxymoron, and it is. They just know that they feel less stressed out when they're hiding. So what we want to do is change the concept of caving to cocooning. And a cocoon is a cave that you have power over. So if you take, for instance, one of the, the kind of beds that cover a cat, and you can take one of those at first, you put it at the entrance to the closet, right? Because your only, uh, your only other choice is reinforcing the notion of the cave by putting right. bedding and, and comfy stuff inside the closet. And we don't want to do that. We want to challenge these guys. And so first we put the cocoon at the entrance to the closet. He goes in there. He's like, okay, I still feel safe. And you go, cool, you're joining the party. And over time, through a system of uh, reinforcement and reward, this cocoon can wind up sitting on your couch, on your bed, in the middle of the room. And nice. now... Your caver has what they have, and you have what you have, which is a more confident child. And then also, and Kate, jump in here, you want to block off the unders. I'm thinking, underwear? No, you don't mean underwear and catify to satisfy. What do you mean? Any place under a bed, under a sofa, where a cat can go hide out and cave. So we have a few creative examples in the book where people have used those areas for storage or any other way to prevent the cat from going into the unders but then force them to use their new cocoon. And then I also have a really fun DIY project in there, my turf tunnel cocoon. Which oh, yeah. Is totally simple materials. You can get at any hardware store, and it shows you how to create a really fun little cocoon. And my cats have been using that one that I, that I show in the book, and they absolutely love it. Yeah, I think you've got, like, cardboard, a tube, some carpet, black tape. And I'm no DIY chick, but I look at it and I thought, I could do that for Casey if he needed a confidence boost, but he's out there in the public eye. He's pretty outgoing. That's it, though. (laughs) I mean, you know, that sentence or that what you just said, 
is right. exactly what we were aiming for. And that's the sweet spot. You say, I'm not a DIY chick. However, I think yep. I can do this because I know how bad he wants it. And we've given you examples of ways that you can do it. But don't forget, you go and Kate can vouch for this. You do not put like tools in my hand. Walls will come down. <laughs> the house will crumble if you put stuff like that in my hand. So, when, when, so I'm sort of that focus group, you know, and she puts stuff in the book and it's always like, can I do this? No, but can I do a version of this? Of course I can. All right. Now I know you've probably said this before, but how did you guys ever realize that together you're doubly, triply, quadruply more powerful because you both bring some complementary talents to the table. So, I mean, were you guys like cleaning out a litter box together and said, Oh, we should write a book. I mean, how did you guys get together professionally? <laughs> That's so insane. <laughs> Can it be said on a radio show? You just painted. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do that uh, quite well. well. Yeah, I, you know, basically, I, I basically stalked Kate. I, I, uh, and, and not in that way, but, but it was uh, early on, and I don't even think Kate. I don't even know if the show was on yet or not when I started. To it had just started. I, I saw the first couple of episodes, and I was like, I gotta meet this guy. And then he found me, and we right. started talking, and we realized, wow, we've got to work together. We're together, yeah, and it feels so marvelous. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh, That's good it. God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty natural. I mean, it was one of those things where you know when you when you hook up with somebody whose approach and aesthetic sense is like yours, and don't forget, I mean, you know, Kate brings to the table this sort of radical notion that you can cater to your cast and not have to hold your breath to do it. You know, and that was something that when I first saw. House Panther, which at that point was called Modern Cat, it was that revelation of going, that's it. Now no, but now people don't have any excuse whatsoever. You know? No. And, you know, cats and have us beat on in population, too, versus all other pets. I think it's time to, to pony up and cater to the felines of the world. And I think you guys are, you're kind of, what I say is, more books are needed, more messages are needed for the 21st century cat, who is not that cat a decade, two decades ago was in and out of the house. I mean, I think your messages, your pioneers, your leaders in this 21st century modern cat movement. So true. And Jackson talks about, there's a message from Jackson at the beginning, which is really that call to arms about who is that new cat guardian to. We're totally appealing to a much broader audience than has ever owned these, you know, had these creatures in their lives before, you know, and, and they're just a really diverse crowd of people who are interested in learning more about their cats and having a really cool house and going above and beyond for them. And so these people are just coming out of the woodwork as members of Catification Nation. And it's just been so much fun to work with everybody and just get them involved in the process and making the books and see their stuff on Instagram and on Facebook. And there's more than there's ever been. Hashtag catification. And with the uh, late great JFK, John F. Kennedy, I think your statement, ask not what your cat can do for you, ask what you can do for your cat. I think you nailed it on the head, guys. Mm -hmm. It's true. And just that reminder that you can do for your cat without it being this incredible sacrifice. We're not asking you to sacrifice. We're asking you to compromise. Now, you guys have... The catification book. Now you got catify to satisfy. What's on the agenda next? What's yeah, the secret? You the cat you want to let out of the bag? Yeah, I mean, there's there's always something. I mean, the, the great thing is that you know the who we call catification nation is just glowing. I mean, this is the 
a community of people who were kind of looking for an excuse to have a cat party, you know, because we don't get that excuse. You know, it's like when I, when I do live events with audiences, they're that, oh my God, there's a whole bunch of cat people in the same room, let's have a party. It's the same thing virtually now with this community of, of people who are sort of dedicating themselves to the design well-being of the cat. So there's always going to be something for sure. There are so many opportunities now with cat cafes popping up all over and cat rescues and shelters that are giving more attention to sort of the design of the spaces that the adoptable cats are living in. And those have the opportunity to become like showcases for catification, to, to get people really excited about what they can do in their own homes. So I'm just thrilled to see those popping up everywhere, and, and I definitely want to work with more of them. That's a good point. There is a cat cafe in San Diego, and I adopted Casey, my orange tabby, from the San Diego Humane Society, who a few years ago decided it was much smarter to have two different centers in Oceanside, one for the dogs and one for the cats and the guinea pigs and bunnies and other ones, because the noise of the bark really did impact the stress level of the cats. And now they got their own place. And the adoptions are up. And when I go there, you feel relaxed. You feel happy cats. And it seems like such a simple solution, but it's it's really just starting. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. yeah of course. I mean, you know, the, the idea that we're trying to put out there, I mean, uh, from a shelter standpoint, and it's really cool because I need just to put a little plug in here. You know, I finally got our nonprofit status for the Jackson Galaxy Foundation and uh, and by the way, there is a pre-order special going on right now. The folks at Tartier Penguin were really kind enough to kick in a dollar to the Jackson Galaxy Foundation for every book that is pre-ordered through Amazon or any other place uh, nice. uh, until the book is released. So that's pretty amazing. But part of our goal, and Kate and I are both working really hard on this right now, is the catification of shelters. And, and that doesn't just include making the place more comfortable for the cats, and, and which, of course, like you're saying, are is going to uh, affect their overall health and their adoptability, but it's about attracting consumers to a place where traditionally you would say, let's go to the shelter, and they would get chills. And they go, oh, no, right. I'll never go there. We want, we want shelters to be a destination, not just for adoption, to hang out, spend some time, drink a cup of coffee, hang out with the animals, and just make their day better without that stress of someone being with a used car salesman trying to push a cat on you. It will happen <laughs> organically, but we have to make them more attractive to consumers. And that's a real big push of the foundation. No, and congratulations on your nonprofit status. I know it's a lot of legal beagles you you had to deal through, but this is a good mission. Any parting tips about Catify to Satisfy? Each one of you jump in and give me a tip that might surprise people from the book. One thing I'm super excited about is we have a bunch of projects where people read the first book and actually took the same exact project and ran with it. They did something above and beyond, and they referenced the first project. So that's really cool to see what people are doing. Is that like the lady from Diane Armitage, I think? She has a pretty cool catio. She has a great catio. She's one <laughs> yeah. of the features. We actually sent out a wonderful photographer, Jeff Newton, who we worked with, to a handful of really amazing catified homes around the country. And we go really in-depth into interviewing these cat guardians and showing what they did for their cats. And Diane's one of those. She really made an amazing catio. And uh, Jackson, what's a tip you'd like to share from the book, Catify to Well, I mean, jumping on that train, 
the thing that I'm most proud of, well, one of them, is the expansion of the concept of Catification Nation and the portraits that we do of the folks in the book. We have four different profiles, and from the photography to the stories, I feel like they're, they really, I don't know, made these people sort of iconic, and, and it really sort of memorializes these amazing relationships, not just about what you build, it's who you build it for and where you dedicated yourself. And I'm really, you know, every time I open the book, yeah, we have the tips that are amazing and examples. And, and then you, you open up to the Catification Nation profile. And, you know, it gives me chills every time because it really does put faith to, to what, who this movement is all about. So that's a really exciting part to me. And I also am belated. I'm only a year and a half late, but congratulations on your marriage, Jackson. Oh, I thank you very much. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And is, yeah, Kate's joining me. Not it's this time. Uh, no. right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting married, Kate? Well, yeah. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> See what catification will do, folks. It'll find the love of your life. You'll yeah, have there you your, your partner <laughs> plus a purring pal. I mean, it can't get any better than that. That's a pretty powerful love equation formula, I think. Oh, yeah. Again, tell us how we can get our paws on Catify to Satisfy and all that fun stuff. Jackson and I will be in several major cities throughout the country. You can visit um, Jackson's website to get all of those dates. And we'll be kicking it off. Uh, I think it'll be in New York City. We'll be in Phoenix, Milwaukee. And so that is a great time to come on out, get your book signed hear a little bit more about it. All right. That sounds good. I know, uh, Jackson, you've got a, a bid, a buy really quickly, but any caddy comments before we say goodbye and we're going to hold Kate on the line for a second? Yeah, folks, just, you know, whether you pick up this book or not, give your cat a little more thought, try to get into their brains, their skin, their bodies, uh, see what it's like to be a cat in this world, and you can't go wrong. And most of the problems that you see on my cat from hell that you, that you read about on my Facebook pages, these things can be short-circuited if you just know them in a more empathetic way than maybe you've done in the past. So just give it a shot. Oh, well put, well put. We are delighted today that we've had our special guests, Jackson Galaxy and Kate Benjamin, the co-authors, the co-partners of the Catification Nation, and the book is called Catify to Satisfy. Well, I know you guys are in a hurry. We thank you both for being on the show, but more importantly, on behalf of all the fine felines and their friends, we thank you for what you're doing to improve the lives of cats and their people. And this Catification Nation is a good start. And I really do salute you both for what you're doing. You're making this world a better place for, for cats and their people. So I thank you. If I could purr like a cat inhaling and exhaling, I would. But trust me, <laughs> you are the cat's meow. Pardon the pun. Couldn't help it. All right, guys, at this time, also, I want to thank our awesome, awesome producer, Mark Winner. He is magnificent on this show and all the shows on Pet Life Radio. We are the number one pet radio network on the planet. And as you can see, we get awesome guests like Jackson Galaxy and Kate Benjamin. And until next time, this is your flea free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two three, and four-leggers out there, oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. 
every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.